0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome back to the Bill Caskey Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how you can tell better client success stories, whether it's one-to-one, presentations, webinars, virtual training, whatever. That's our goal today. Right, back at it again today. Bill Kasky here. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done a review, I'd appreciate it. it. takes about three minutes to do. Depends on how much you write. I guess it could take 30 minutes to do, if you really got into detail. But uh, go to iTunes and leave a review, good, bad, or ugly, good, bad, or indifferent. Love to hear from you. Today's topic, uh, oh, by the way, if you are not on our wait list for anything, go to BillKasky.com, top bar, There is a waitlist banner there. Just go and get on it because sometimes I do webinars, sometimes I do video training, sometimes I do Facebook Lives or other lives. Just get on the waitlist and that'll let me know that you care enough about your personal growth that we can send you things that apply to you. It's a very easy process. Email address, first name I think is all we ask. Today I want to talk about client success stories. And this all came about because I have a client who uh, is a longtime client and I sometimes will sit in on his webinars or master classes that he gives as prospecting tools for his business and then I'll weigh in and send him some notes and thoughts and this was one that uh, he did a great job on it was a really kind of a complex topic and One thing that uh, he didn't do enough of, I didn't think, was tell stories of clients who came to him, what he did, how their life is different now. And I think it's important because, number one, everyone talks about stories today. How many times have you heard people say, oh, you got to tell stories. Stories are the coin of the realm, whatever that means. I've said it. I don't even know what it means. But stories are important. Stories help people connect to what you're saying. I can lecture somebody for 30 minutes, or I can tell a two minute story that captures the essence of the lecture and people will remember that, especially if it's a true story and you're good at telling them. Stories are just great for that. It really helps you connect. Uh, Another thing I think it does is it helps you organize the content that you're teaching. So if you're giving a 30 minute presentation in front of a prospect or in front of a group of prospects, how you tell your stories are incredibly important. And so I think the application for this is multi-dimensional. another word that I haven't used, at least today. So I want to go through the structure of a good story when it comes to client success stories. This is not a story like you might tell about your grandfather in the war. Those are great stories. This is a business story about client success. So the first element is who and what, meaning who is the story about? So let's say that I have a client Whose name is Jim? He's a VP of sales of a medical device company. That's all you need to say. You don't need to go into where they're located, who they sell to. That's not really all that important. What is important is that this person has a name and they have an industry. So, what's the industry? Number two, what circumstances were they facing? that caused them to reach out to you or to accept your call. Again, you don't want to get into detail about how they heard about you. I'm more interested in what circumstances or dilemmas were they experiencing that caused them to say, yeah, Bill, come on over, let's talk, or let's jump on a call and talk about that. I like it when there are at least two or three circumstances, not just one. So for example, if if Jim is my prospect and he had he didn't have enough sales, let's say his people weren't closing enough business, I wouldn't just use that one. I would say he came to me because he looked at his team and felt like they should be closing a higher percentage of business than they were closing. And because of that, he wasn't able to make his numbers and a lot of the team members weren't able to make their numbers. A second thing that he told me was, and whatever that second thing and third thing is. So I like three. I think, we, I think we used to think in terms of seven, and then it's five, and now it's three because of our attention span. So find three circumstances that your prospect was experiencing before you connected with them. Number three, so why did they come to you? And I like the idea of a one sentence declaration or description of why they came to me. So the one sentence for Jim could be, basically, he came to me and said, look, I need help in helping my people close more business because we aren't at the numbers we need to be, and closing is a huge part of that. It's a very succinct sentence so that the prospect who is listening to you understands totally. Now, you may say, well, that sounds kind of like the circumstance. Yeah, but it doesn't hurt to repeat does not hurt to repeat. So I would suggest you, number three, is just why they came to you in one sentence. Number four, what process did you take them through? So if Jim came to me, I might say, Jim said, look, we need to work together. What's your process? And I told him, and here's the process that we take all of our clients through. Number one is we do a deep dive discovery about what the real issues are, what their current reality is, because I wanna know exactly where we're starting from. The second step I want to know is I want to know exactly where they hope to be a year or two, three years down the path. or Whatever your process is, but have a process. Have three or four steps in the process so that the listener can know that, oh, I'm in good hands with this person because they have a systematic way to approach problems. They do not have a systematic way to approach problems. If they did, they wouldn't have the problem. So you as a professional salesperson or a change agent, or a recommender, or whatever you consider yourself to be, you need a process. I like to think of it in all of my coaching. I ask people and I help people with unique process. What is your unique branded process that you do that maybe nobody else does or can do because you have certain expertise and experience and technical know-how and whatever? The more unique and branded you can make this process, the better. The next element is how did Jim using Jim in this example, as you can tell. How did Jim need to change his thinking to get the results that he wanted? Because we know the world is full of information. There is no end to the information on the web, available in chat forms and user groups. And there is no shortage of information. There's just none. It's everywhere. So if it's everywhere... Why do people still have problems? Well, they have problems because they can't take the information, apply it to their world, and execute. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to the podcast. But more importantly, it's why you do what you do because you have a knack and a unique way to take all this information that's out there for free, package it up, bottle it up, sequence it out, cadence it up, and help people solve problems. So what are the main mindset shifts that your prospect soon to become a client made on the journey. I've got a client who uh, does consulting and strategy consulting, and he uses mindset right up front because he knows that if you don't have the right mindset, the right mindscape, the right attitude and perspective about change and about solutions and about solving problems and about what it's going to take and commitment to get problem solved, you're probably not going to do it. So one of his primary criteria for working with somebody is they got to have the right mindset. If they don't, he says, sorry, you're not our guy. So what is the change of thinking that needs to happen? And the final area is what is life like today? So you came in, you worked your magic with this client, you went through the process, they embraced the changes, they started to think differently about it. What happened? What is life like today for them? do they have more leads? Are they able to close more sales? Are they able to generate more discussions at the top end of the funnel than they had before? What's the the result that they're experiencing because of your magic, because of your work? And if you can go through those six or seven things, looks like there's six, quickly, but not so quickly that you glaze over or glance over things, you've got to go through it. I'd say, a good 10-minute story is probably enough because people are going to listen to a 10-minute story with more attention than they listen to you ranting or opining or lecturing them for 10 minutes. So we'll review really quickly who and what. So you have to name the client. And uh, not again, not by name, but by uh, maybe industry group. Where they are located, that's fine. If you want to name the client, that's cool. Number two, what were the circumstances that caused them to reach out to you? Number three, why they came to you. So why did they say they came to you? What is the one sentence in their words that was the cause of the outreach? Number four, what process did you take them through? Number five, how did they need to change their thinking about your niche or genre or segment of the solution? Because everybody has to change their thinking. Everybody does. If you're going to implement a new solution, if one of your prospects is going to implement something new, they have to change their thinking. Or unless it's the exact same solution they already have, but if you are just selling the same solution as everybody else, why do they need you? That is, take the low bid. And the final thing is, what is life like today? What are their business results? How have they changed? How have they improved? Now, you got to be careful here about making it sound too good to be true because once it is, people will not believe it and I would temper all the way through here, be unbiased about it. Don't say it was the greatest thing that ever happened to them, and they're all so ecstatic, they literally cannot stop smiling through their whole workday. Don't say that. It might be tempting, and it might be true, but don't say that, because then you lose people. So I hope that helps. I hear a lot about stories, stories, stories. As I said at the top of the show, I think we need better structures for stories. This is one that I've used that I recommend all of my uh, private clients use. I wanted to share this with you. If you'd like to hear more about some of the work that we do, go to BillKaskey.com, upper banner, tag that, put your name in. We'll let you know when we have something upcoming that might be useful for you. See you next time. Bye.